0: Are we having fun yet?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right? From those commercials? Beer commercials. Right? Hi, I'm Alexander Chester. And Av, congrats on making it big on a silly podcast for boomer fascists. And I'm Av Sinansky, and I could just give you some legal mumbo-jumbo,
0: but in plain English, I kind of just
1: blooped over it. Hmm. Welcome back to Pretty, Pretty, Pretty Good, formerly a Curb Your Enthusiasm podcast, and presently, once again, a Party Down podcast. We are here today to discuss Kyle Bradway is Nitromancer, the season three premiere which originally aired uh, half an hour ago on February twenty fourth, two thousand twenty three, and uh, before we go back, before we uh, go on, excuse me, Nazis, yay, yay or nay? No judgment, but as your podcast co host, I just kind of need to know.
0: Yeah, I gave it a lot of thought between the end of season two of Party Down and the beginning of season three of Party Down, mm-hmm. um, yes. in which we see the uh, the fruits of Kyle's initial misdeeds yes. come home to roost so yes. I, I had a lot of time to think it over and over the last what is it 13 years yeah it was great,
1: great job by um Party out predicting that nazis would have a comeback
0: yes yes and um after great deliberation over that time period i i can now say that i've come down on the side of being nay on nazis nay. i'm a nay okay. on nazis you're
1: a nay okay all right but just in case we should probably record an apology podcast
0: um we should have one right i mean i feel like we should always have an apology yes. podcast ready just in case yeah um, for sure it's like just best practice
1: yeah um, you and know, then you we just talk uh about
0: the law and then we talk about best practice so like you're, you're not yeah. required to have apology podcast but you should have one close
1: yeah one. um yeah but you know it's exciting we're talking about new episodes again this is uh the third time in a 12 month span that we've talked about uh, new episodes on this podcast so yes, it's a good thing started that started out as a podcast show. yeah
0: what started out as a podcast that exclusively spoke about very old episodes. Well, I guess all relative but, you know, we started out talking about exclusively about episodes that were 20 years old in some cases. So now, yeah, as you said, since last, when was it, August, September, October, when uh, season 11 of Curb premiered, we've uh, we've covered 10 new episodes of Curb Your Enthusiasm Um Six new episodes of the rehearsal, which is not something that was on my bingo card, given that Mm -hmm. I didn't know it existed until, like, the week before we decided to do it. Um, And then now we have uh, a nice six of Party Down coming up for us, and, you know, I couldn't be more excited. I mean, this is a show that... I didn't discover while it was on. I don't think you did either. Um, I discovered it a little bit later. I immediately fell in love with it. I told so many people that I knew you got to see Party Down. People told me I should see Party Down. I maybe ignored them. Then I eventually saw it. Then I told others they ignored me. Many people eventually saw it. It, it really got this cult following behind it. And you know, you fast forward to about a year ago, I believe it's now agreed. It's the consensus all the write ups that I saw attribute the Party Down comeback to us saying they should do a party down comeback about a year ago
1: oh yes 100 um, yeah so that's
0: a fact mm-hmm. um but you know it's like you know sometimes the things that you hope for, like, actually get, like, summoned in the universe. It's, like, it's just, like, a thing that people would joke, like, oh, you know, maybe all those famous people that were on Party Down will do a reunion at some point. Like, obviously, that's ridiculous. Like, you know, you have people that have risen to the levels that, you know, Adam Scott and Lizzie Kaplan, who, I guess, rose too high. She wasn't available. Um, but even, you know, Jane Lynch and um, Martin Starr, who's, like, in Marvel movies and, you know, who's on HBO shows. Like, these people have, a lot of them have really made it big. And it's just, like, obviously, there's just, like, such a fondness that they all had for this time in their life lives and like this show that kind of like burgeoned their career um that they all decided to like bring the bank the gang back together and uh do six more and you know i i think i've even heard that they might you know continue with on with season four but obviously yeah that's not i mean i guess we'll see how it, how it goes
1: yeah they're stating as a goal season four lizzie kaplan has promised to be back for season four and if and if you read um some of the the news stories in the background to this season this is something that they started working on i mean they've been talking about it for 13 years but they started working on it About, you know, over three and a half years ago, and then it got postponed by covid. And then, as you were saying, you know, with all these uh, people being so busy in their careers now, they they were just trying to find a slot when the most the highest uh, number of people for the cast was available. And ultimately, they found the six week window. And Megan Mullally was being flown back and forth uh, between uh, California and Idaho every single weekend in order to film. And Lizzie Kaplan, unfortunately, was doing Fleischman is in Trouble, uh, which is a great show and which I thought she was very good on. So I'm glad she did that. Although, uh, you know, we would be nice to see more of her here um, on the episode we're going to talk about tonight. We do see her at least uh, on TV on the show. Um, but, you know, they're uh, so they have a few. Uh, we, we do see her image. And um, I still have a suspicion that she's going to come back by the uh, by the finale of the season. I
0: kind of do also. I don't know why, but I kind of have a suspicion that she's in the show at some point. I just think the number Um, of
1: times that it was brought up on this episode by the characters. Oh, wouldn't it be great? Was it the characters or was it just Lydia, though? But Lydia even says it again at the end of the episode. She's talking like for, there's no reason for it to even say it. She's talking to Constance and she just brings it up yet again. And yeah. to me, it was almost like at that point there, the, the hint is too obvious. But maybe that right. being said. Okay. Misled. Well,
0: maybe when we go through the episode we can see it because um that might just be a Lydia thing that Lydia Lydia's just obsessed with Casey. And like that's yeah. the sort of a joke. Mm, okay. um, maybe. But okay. All right, well, do you want um, to jump
1: right into the episode right now?
0: Yeah, uh, we might as well. It's been 13 years for some of you. It's been like a month for those of us follow the podcast since we've seen Party Down. But since New Party Down for everybody, it's been many years. Um, So that's really exciting. Um, So let's uh, let's just jump right into it, I guess. Right. Like, let's not uh, delay any further. We've waited long enough. Mm. We're finally here. Yep. it's time for New Party Down season Mm -hmm. three, episode one. Kyle Broadway is Nitromancer written by John Enbaum and directed by Brian Gordon. Getting really getting the gang back together. Brian Gordon of course also a big Curb Your enthusiasm director. He directed I think 10 or 20 episodes of Curb. Yeah. We should get on podcast. Good connection there. Yeah. Well, let's say maybe we've uh, initiated those talks, and oh, okay. uh, they have not been reciprocated. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> as 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 is the way of most of such talks, and you know, you you usually get looped on in the reciprocation uh, part of the, the process. Oh, well,
1: yeah, but my experience is that uh, you have a hundred percent batting out rate.
0: That's what I'm saying. Because you yeah. you you usually only get added to the thread when it's like, yeah. hey, Alex, we got this guy, yeah. oh, girl. That's pretty good. Um, yeah. So anyway, we have our cold open, like always, we start out with a shot of the movie poster for Nitromancer, which prominently features Kyle in uh, the center square. And we immediately cut to our show. We got Ron leading things as usual. He's bossing around the crew. He's instructing them. He's teaching them how to make a party pop.
1: And the only and, original member, right? We're only down to one original member, Roman. Well, Ron and Roman, yeah. Yes, but the, of the group that Ron is uh, talking to.
0: Yeah, which is how yeah. it should well, be. The first you person know, we see
1: is. Realistically, it's very unusual for somebody to stay at the same waiter gig for over a dozen years consecutively. <laughs> Right, he should be in a different in company. No, I uh, very possibly, yeah. You know, moves, yeah. you move geographically. You, you know, you, you want to just yeah. hey, like this is not. He's not like building a career here that he's like trying to like. Yeah, you know, well,
0: maybe he's just uh, tied his lot with in with Ron. I think probably.
1: Yeah, Rowan strikes me as the last one who would have put all his eggs in the Ron basket, but maybe he did.
0: Um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, although we, f- we first meet Kyle, who walks in, you know, he's the star of the night. He introduces uh, him to the staff. They're really excited to meet a celebrity or soon to be celebrity. And that's when Roman walks in. He's in the background. And just as, you know, Kyle is like laying out his expectations for the staff. You know, you're not used to us. You're going to be with my cool Hollywood crew tonight. You better be on your best behavior. No selfies and no talking. And Ron's like, oh, I assure you, we only bring the best and the brightest to party down. We know how to handle a high end party,
1: don't you? Mm, yes. Now, can we talk about uh, Necromancer for a second? Um, Nitromancer. N- Nitromancer, sorry. So Kyle here, this party is just celebrating the fact that he's been cast. That's it. Yes. Nothing yes, else has happened yet. They made a mock-up of a poster, happened. right? Maybe he took some photos or even it's all digital for all we know. Yeah. That's I, this all is the is th-
0: I mean, I don't, I don't know if there's a party, but this is a thing all the time. They announce who's going to be in, in the thing and they start promoing it.
1: Sure. Okay. So is he is this supposed to be like a major like mcu type franchise <laughs> how how big are we talking um, here that they would take this uh, well it's a, definitely a not virtual, a virtual a mostly no name and cast them in the main role
0: um yeah that, that wouldn't be that common so it's probably a dc movie because it seems really bad okay. um it's definitely not <laughs> on the mcu but
1: it's big enough that they're like cutting in live on tv to like give updates on the casting
0: of, of, well it's very big news yes it's yeah He-Gips. yeah everyone needs to know yeah um no you're asking good you're asking good it doesn't uh it doesn't make a whole lot of sense that kyle would be you know centering a, the next big marvel movie yeah um or dc movie for that matter so maybe this is more of a independent label superhero franchise
1: yeah or, or maybe is, is it possible that uh nitromancer is just a character right He's not like he's not like the main character in this series. And but it's such a huge series that for each individual person that they're casting in the movie, they make like a special party for.
0: Well, this movie, though, the movie isn't the movie called Nitromancer. Oh, it is. Okay, All right. I think so. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It seems like that that was my understanding. Or is
0: he just maybe he's the villain of the movie?
1: No, but it says that he is Nitromancer, right? the 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 name of the episode of, of Party. The down name is, of the
0: title is is he is Nitromancer, Kyle which is could Nitromancer. be the
1: villain. Yeah. Mm. Um. Yeah. yeah so, what, what what kind of superhero do we think Nitromancer is?
0: Um. I think he is a villain. Now that I think about it. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm gonna say he's a villain. I've, I'm not basing this on the episode. I just the more I, I think about it, Kyle doesn't project hero to
1: me. And and just and Nitromancer, the name, right? Sounds like he's like trying to like burn things down. I don't know.
0: Yeah, he's definitely not trying to build things up. Yeah. (laughs) Let's see. There is a T-shirt I'm finding online for Nitromancer, and he kind of looks like a devil. So the devil's definitely not good.
1: Yeah, devil's usually.
0: Unless you're in favor of justice.
1: Oh, some people deserve the devil, you're saying. Most people probably do. (laughs) I've been sending most people to hell. (laughs) Yeah, People are shitty. You've met people, right? You know I've about met people. A yeah, some yeah, are they're some bad. good people. <laughs> yeah. Some. Yeah, yeah. Most are bad. <laughs> All right. Uh so where
0: were we? Um Ron wants to know where Yeah, the, speaking of the signs, Ron wants to know why are they in the kitchen? And uh well Kyle wants to know when Ron then chooses them out. Why are they in the kitchen and not out in the main area where they were supposed to be? Yeah. Um and Roman explains that he did so. Um, he refused to do so because it's obvious that Kyle only is doing this and only hired Party Down so that he can rub his, his success in their faces and humiliate them. And he is not going to be party to that.
1: And Roman obviously has experience with this being a reason why people hire Party Down, of course.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There was another guy where they talked about in, like, in season yeah, two. Were, I, think, I forget.
1: Uh, Andre from, um, right? Andre from, from, uh, from right?
0: Where,
1: he, he played, his for, he was his former writing partner.
0: To, he specifically says, "I'm making a party just to just yeah, so to yeah. like I could yeah, yeah. Sh- you know rub my success in everyone else's yeah, face, right?" Yeah. Where he tries, to the, okay, the, cool. he tries to pee, in his, um,
1: uh, in his uh, drink. Roman tries to pee in his drink to right. get back at him, and then Kyle helps yeah, Yeah,
0: him. Yeah, yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. It's been 13 years. Um, since, so it's so, it has been. It has <laughs> been. We're, yeah. we're a little foggy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so Rod is trying to, like, adjudicate between the two old foes. Uh, but ultimately, he'll be siding with Kyle as he is the paying clients. Yes. Thus is the power of free enterprise.
1: Yes. Well, he also has the power of the comment card, which you can now do on the, on the app, on the website. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Maybe that's, well, or maybe all yeah. the
0: way to the end of the episode. Now. Yes.
1: Kyle will uh, try to. That's true. All
0: right. Well, that's our show. What mm-hmm. happened have in the middle. Um, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, those are. Uh, we made yada, it to yada, the opening yada. credits. Yeah. Um, okay, so enter stage one Adam Scott. We got Henry on the Ooh. phone.
1: Well, he's actually not Henry though. He he this is outside Henny. the party. Henny Talking Henny to someone who he
0: identifies as Honey.
1: Yes. Honey and Henny.
0: Yes. Well, take take we, my we, wife, please. Um <laughs>
1: that, that's and a Henny He lets line. her know that yeah, he doesn't right.
0: plant a stilla. Oh. Yeah. Don't yeah. talk that way about Henny.
1: Henny Henny Youngman is like he was like the king of the one liner. That was his nickname as a comedian in like uh-huh. the fifties and sixties and the line, take my wife, please is like one of his like most famous jokes.
0: Got it. I'm familiar with the line. I didn't know that's from him. Yeah. Okay. It's from Henry. Um, yes. Um, I was once in a, uh, a chat that was, it was previously called take my kids, please. Mm.
1: Yes. So that was
0: about parenting. Yes. Yeah. It's now uh, I speaking, take care of my kids.
1: Yes. Speaking of, um, yeah. What do you want a cookie? Speaking of <laughs> polarb, Pollard, um, yeah. I um, last month I was I uh, went to dinner with uh, some mutual friends of ours. And when I made the reservation, um, I made it for X number of people and then the reservation changed. And so I called the restaurant to uh, to change the reservation. And the woman on the phone says to me, well, I don't have a reservation that day at that time for Alex, which is me. But I yeah. do have one for Olex."
0: Oh, so no, it said they're completely unrelated.
1: Yeah, so so I said to her, I said, well, considering that Olex isn't really a name, and considering that it's the same time, the same day, the same number of people, it's probably my reservation, so you can probably just change it. And um, we had a little back and forth, and then finally she agreed to do so, because I said to her, I said... Let's say, put it this way: If Olex shows up that day, then we'll worry about it then. And so i bet right, right.
0: I, I promise you. Yeah. Olex, if me and Olex both show up, he can yeah. have the table. Yeah. Except then Amir <laughs> it said it won't be. It won't be on you. Don't worry. Yeah.
1: Then Amir said that someone should have showed up. Uh, I mean, it said they were Olex just to uh, cause a conflict. That would That would have been good shtick if you did yes, that. But uh, yes, if you hired, if
0: you hired an actor to show up and pretend yeah. to be Olex. So
1: anyway, so so Henny so Henny Pollard is in the same circumstance here um and this um this bouncer is being a real dick here although probably kyle not knowing that it would be affecting his good friend henry kyle probably told the bouncer like i want you to be really really strict right because he's trying to give off a certain vibe at his party so
0: yeah um so yeah it's, it's interesting though so people had theorized that maybe henry and casey would be married in this uh, reality, mm. um, but that she like wouldn't she wouldn't be in the show, but maybe she would still like so, you know be in the background here or there. She will be referred to because she's like Henry's wife. Yes. Um, so they dispense of that with with the first line where he's like trying to even explain to uh, the person on the phone whose party he's at. Yes, so it's like okay, obviously it's not Casey.
1: Honestly, it's great exposition, even though that's probably a yeah. conversation that you know he would have had with his wife, you know, the day before or that morning or something. But you know, we need to have it right here. And then we'll get more of it between Henry and Ron, also, as we really catch yes. up on uh on where everybody's been since uh since. So what are we from 2010 to 2020? Because we'll discover that this is right. uh, this is February 2020. This is right before COVID hits, roughly. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. even January. Yeah,
1: Perhaps, uh, yes. okay. I think
0: it's actually 2019 because I think they talk about the they're talking about Christmas or something. So like, didn't didn't yeah, whatever. We'll get to it. I think it, it really hit China in December.
1: Well, that's what the name, yeah. But I don't, I mean, I first heard of it in the news in January, but, you know, it might have been earlier than that. I don't know. Yeah. Not they sure make, exactly a, they, they make a reference on this episode to Christmas, you're saying? At the very
0: end, I think the news
1: is saying something
0: about, like, the holiday season or shopping or.
1: Oh. Oh, interesting. Oh, okay. Maybe I should uh, re review that. Yeah. Maybe listen this. I saw it five minutes ago. You can tell us. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yes, yeah, so we get like our. We get our group
0: hug, our group picture, Henry, Lydia, Constance and Roman all together. Lydia is like having the time of her life. She loves seeing people from the past, but even more so, she loves seeing other people from the past, see different people from the past, (laughs) which I kind of get. Like, I understand what she's saying. Like, it is something like that's like the nostalgia. It's not just seeing the people. It's like seeing the dynamic, the interaction. Like, that's what takes you back more than
1: just for sure. But Those like, individuals. and that's also in yeah. the meta, of course, is that's why we're all watching this show, because we're seeing people. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, very past. good. Yes. Yes. And exactly. so. Yes. But what's interesting, and I guess is po- is a positive thing that bygones have become bygones over the last 13 years because or 10 years, whatever it is, Lydia and Connie despised each other, which we thought was sort of strange how how significant their dislike of one another were um when we last saw them late in season two. And so we're here in season three. And again, bygones are bygones, and Lydia loves everybody, including Connie now.
0: Yeah. Well, I think we could reasonably assume, based on the events of this episode, that at some point Lydia asked Constance for some number of grands and yes. given millions of dollars. Yeah. So sure, she loves Constance.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah, quite, quite, quite likely that may have occurred. Yeah. Mm.
0: Um, so yeah, so Ron, uh is like taking it out on the new guy. We meet this guy Saxon, one of these, uh, one of the new people that are now part of party down. Not our people that we recognize. And yeah. but he, did you watch, he's Did on... you
1: watch Brockmire?
0: Yes. He so he was like uh, his like assistant at some. Yeah, point, So right? Tyro
1: the Tyrell yeah. Jackson Williams. Oh, he's
0: like social media guy, right?
1: Yeah, he was basically playing the same character on Brockmire yeah, that he's yeah, playing yeah. here. Um, yes. Yes, yeah, he's very funny. I like him, but uh, yeah, he seems to be playing basically the same character that he's playing in Brockmire.
0: Yeah, I'm very excited to have him on the show. Yeah, I really, except yeah.
1: instead of bouncing off Hank Azaria, who's amazing, he's now bouncing off Ron Donald, who's also great, and the rest of this great cast yeah. also. Um, yeah, seems okay. Yeah, I would like to see more Hank Azaria on my screen, though. Sure.
0: He's always Um great. So, yeah, Saxon's just, like, so inspired. He's like, I can't believe you all used to be in Party Down together and, and now look at you. So this obviously, as you said, uh, Exposition City gives everyone a chance to yes. say what they've been up to. <laughs> we got the quick thing. There's obviously Kyle is Nitromancer. Lydia still managing Escapade, although it seems Escapade is uh, finally hitting it big, finally getting some roles. Um, Constance is an actress slash playwright slash heiress slash patron of the arts. So she's doing quite well. Yeah, well, um,
1: and so we saw her husband drop dead at the end of her wedding, at the end of the, of the last season, right, right? Right, So, yeah, she's now had, like, nine or ten years to be plowing through those, those grands, those many grands. Yeah. She was a grandier. Uh,
0: yeah, Roman uh, sar- sarcastically chimes in that his dream was to be a waiter forever, so mission accomplished there. And Henry is a high school te- English teacher, but in real life, not in the show,
1: Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> and Casey, of course, uh, made a big on SNL.
0: Right, which we'll find out in a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. As if like anyone would ever introduce themselves based on like what their job is in the TV show that they're on.
1: Oh, the the teacher, you mean? Uh, are you are you drilling down on that joke? Yeah, like. Oh, okay. But Kyle doesn't even make go. any
0: sense. Like, what circle? What circle? Like, but like, what circles is Kyle in? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, Kyle's a moron, so anyway, Kyle the, doesn't uh, know any we, teachers.
1: He knows people who play teachers yeah um, <laughs> actually you know who kyle probably so, knows is a lot of acting teachers yeah
0: yeah i'm sure a lot of acting teachers have taken kyle's money
1: yeah because yeah but but a lot of like former sort of failed i don't want to say failed uh former uh no longer acting actors become acting teachers right. which uh sometimes when you reach out to people guest on shows who can't do teach yes it becomes a very apparent so those who can't teach Jim, teach acting Mm. Mm. yes but but look at kyle for him it was all he deserved it because he uh busted his ass yeah
0: so we uh we look over the room and we're going to meet a new guy named jack body he's played by james marsden who was in some uh comic book movies of his own i believe he's in a couple of the x-men movies Mm. yeah
1: he's basically a professional uh, handsome man
0: yeah, so but he's, he's, uh, he
1: he's very to, funny. He's always funny.
0: Yeah, he seems to be one of the main investors in Nitro Mancer, So he's of course at this big event. Yeah,
1: he's like a producer and, of movies, but also of food trucks. <laughs> for some reason,
0: um, food trucks are just like I thought. He was just more like in the general hospitality space. Was it specifically? No, yeah. Food
1: trucks? N- well, no. Jennifer, Gar- no. Um, his his girlfriend mentions. She says restaurants and catering and food trucks. Like she was she specifically mentions food trucks, which is just very funny.
0: <laughs> um, but but okay. she has
1: to say that because she, she has to give Rod a reason to think that he has a chance.
0: Right. So he spots Henry and, of course, recognizes him from a commercial from 15 years ago and says, are yes. we having fun yet? Yeah. Of course, they have to put that into the first episode at least once. Um, don't, you know, don't uh, don't hold that against them at all. Got to put that in the show. Um, And uh Kyle tries to start giving saxon some unsolicited acting advice telling him about like the best, as you said the best acting teachers the best acting techniques the best books the best theaters all this uh, but saxon's like no i'm not an actor um i'm into web content but personally i think i'm thinking about pivoting into more of a personality thing at which point i wrote down in my notes i have no idea what any of this means dot 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 influencer i think that's what he's saying right like he's just gonna be like TikTok, and you know
1: yeah, I mean, but I think that's the like everything he's like later on, he lists off the um the big he's like, oh, all the big all the big web celebs. And his list is I wrote it down because I liked it so much. Duray, Bryce T, Jeff and stuff, Cubot, Zazzle, How's It and Grambles. Like every single one of those is hilarious. And I assume that that <laughs> yes, entire thing was written it. out. In that, uh, in that, uh, the Saxon character was uh, was reading the line, or I should say, uh, Tyrell Jackson uh, Williams was reading the line. But, but if he was, but if that was uh, improvised at all, then that's insane because <laughs> those are all yeah.
0: hilarious. Yeah, those names, those names are perfect.
1: Yeah, and at first, I because the reason I wrote them down is to Google them. I'm like, I wonder, like, if half are real and half are not. And then I'm like, either I don't even care. Yeah, I assume that they're all fake. But even if they're real, either way it makes no difference to me. Yeah, I wouldn't know the names of any of them the only the only um youtube celebrity whose name i know is mr beast who my kids now watch unfortunately
0: oh i am not familiar with it
1: but i but i'd heard his his name independently before that also
0: yes it sounds familiar but i don't, couldn't tell you what it yeah, is yeah
1: he like he pays people money to do like pranks it seems like it seems very stupid yeah. yeah, we've been watching a
0: lot of Seinfeld in my house.
1: It's been excellent. Yeah, I know. It's incredible. Uh, should I try again? Because I showed my kids Seinfeld a couple years ago and they liked it and then they wanted to see like another episode. But like they weren't like seeing it on their own, like when I wasn't around, you know.
0: Uh well, Your right, daughters, yeah. like,
1: your daughter's like want to watch us like not like. To so be, it's, you know, it's, it's just the
0: it's just the older daughter. The younger oh, daughter okay. is not no, is no, not okay. really that interested. So she's yeah. almost 10 um but yeah she likes to watch with me she has watched she watched a couple episodes on her own but she prefers to watch with me Mm -hmm. mostly so she can ask me what all the sex jokes are i could pretend not to know
1: i showed uh my wife uh actually my wife and i ended up watching a lot of seinfeld last night the most she's ever watched actually so that was uh, very enjoyable I i was doing this thing where i was like just describing an entire episode to her and, and I, I ended up doing this to her rather frequently, but she was like, laughing. oh, oh you don't say, yeah, <laughs> but she was like laughing uproariously as I was doing it. So at a certain point, I was like, you know, why don't we just watch the episode? He's like no, why, no. He's don't like, you
0: ju- why don't you just put on the episode that you've been quoting for the last yeah. 27 no minutes?
1: but it wasn't i had to say it's her and, she's, and then she, she's like oh no but i heard the whole thing and then she watched it she actually really liked it so we ended up watching multiple episodes i'm like yeah it's actually a good show you know like there's a reason it's actually a good show yes
0: yeah. yeah, it's actually a good show <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not many people know that many many people are starting to realize that
1: there's many things that many many people know are like very enjoyable and like it's taken my wife a while to get there and then once she does she's like oh this is great. Why doesn't everybody do this? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> it was the number one show for like a thousand years. And you know that I'm obsessed with it. Like, yeah, there's a reason. Like, well, that's because you and your friends are nerds who like sidepump. Like, well, you well, know, that's a tautology. Correct. Yes, we like sidepump because we like sidepump. Yeah. Uh-huh,
0: because and of I'm this. using
1: sidepump <laughs> as a euphemism, even though it's also true about sidepump.
0: Yeah, yeah, she's right about a lot of the other things that we do, but sidepump obviously is great for people of all ages. Mm. Yes. So Ron takes Henry outside to show him the grand old party down van. And they admire together, reminiscing about old times. Mm. And Ron is looking to grow the business. And he thinks soon enough he's going to have a whole fleet of these. Because as of tonight, Ron is the owner of Party Down.
1: Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see about that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, so just to review. So he had a chance to marry the boss's daughter, right? Yeah. She had to date that that dorky guy who stood up from stuff and punched Ron, which I approved of. Right. Right. You, uh, you
0: endorsed. Yes, I came out as pro punching. <laughs> this is this
1: is not a pro punching podcast. Yes. Uh, except in that circumstance. And then um, yeah, and, and then for 12 years he's been struggling, and now he's finally on the precipice of buying it. Um or, or so it seems. Now, can we talk about what kind of legal transaction this is here?
0: Yes. Well, I was going to I thought maybe we should wait until the lean comes in, because I okay, feel like that's an right, okay, opportunity fine. to really dig into it. Yes. Yeah, so otherwise, okay. we end up talking about it twice.
1: OK, sure. OK. You yeah. have Let's, two uh, M&A lawyers uh, being nerds. Yeah. Sorry.
0: So, no, you You've let me tell you, folks, you've arrived on exactly <laughs> the right podcast here. Um, <laughs> but we'll come back to that. Yeah. Um. OK, so, yeah, so he's uh, Ron is super glad that all his hard work has paid off. In the long run, it's all finally happening. Yes. And Henry's like, Yeah, but like, you know, I really hate these parties. I always go to them. It's just really just, you know, the old friend hanging out with his new friends. He's no time for me anymore. And, you know, it's not fun. Um, and this is where we find out that Mandy, who you just mentioned, the boss's daughter, met a hot cop at a women's mark. Seems like that doesn't go together, but I don't know. Um, she's now with him.
1: Well, and- do they specify the gender of the hot cop? Did they say him?
0: No, I just mean cop at the women's March, I feel like would be be uh no, the hot cop
1: could be I don't think that we have any gender specific specificity about the about the hot cop I thought oh, that I'm, just a, I'm just saying because they're
0: I'm saying because they're a cop,
1: yeah, and I'm saying there's cops who are male and female and and binary and who knows what else that i I, think I understand they, i'm not saying yeah. I'm
0: not saying the cop is a man. I'm saying that people at the women's march don't don't always they're not into the police these days Correct.
1: yeah, also yeah unless this police officer is very hot, apparently.
0: Right, oh, so hotness,
1: a hot hotness trumps Black Lives Matter. Is oh, for saying. sure, of course, yeah. Oh, yeah. if you're, if you're, yeah, hot, I think, if you're <laughs> a fascist. Listen, I think Kyle. that's, I think that's if, a, if I Kyle think that's actually is, like the yeah. first
0: thing in the in their uh, protocols. Is, yeah, and
1: all of this doesn't apply if the person is hot. Exactly. Yeah, because that's I mean, kind that's, of how life works, right? Yeah, I mean, and, and that's how this episode works, also. Or actually, maybe yeah. not. Maybe, we'll, maybe Kyle suffers.
0: All all rules of life and law are suspended if the person in question is yes. hot. Um, yeah, so Casey, uh, we find or out if has, you're outside
1: been on... the L.A. area code, as we learned last week.
0: Yes, yes. She got a job at SNL and Henry is now married to someone else with children,
1: so. mm. which is what he no, said his don't. dream was. Right. When we first met him, at the beginning of season one. Yes.
0: He, yes.
1: He just wanted he that middle to, like, class. Get married, life. Be an English yeah. teacher.
0: I think he even specifically says be an English teacher, right?
1: I think so. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, So yeah, so we go back inside And I don't think we ever see this guy's name in the episode But it looks like in the credits he's credited as Chaps This guy, right? I think that's who it is Um, What is his name? I lost the
1: Connor Hines is the actor Okay, yeah Yeah, So So he's basically playing Kyle's buddy Who's like equally attractive And has had the same career path until this moment
0: yeah, he's supposed to basically look like him. I don't. Yeah, this guy I don't think is. Uh, yeah, I mean, much.
1: he this one. Well, I mean, he, yeah, he looks a little different. Right. His main. The
0: main thing he brings to the table is that he looks like Ryan Hansen, who is not that famous.
1: Yeah, I, I think this guy's handsomer than uh, Kyle. No offense. Kyle. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I guess. I'm he's T-traps. known for
0: Dollface and Space Force as a writer.
1: Oh, uh, uh, the actors. The yeah, he's con, really uh, not.
0: He's on. Fi- he was on five episodes of one show. That's his like
1: mm, biggest record okay. by far. Right, when well, i was on party down and and by the end that's of the episode right, yeah. he's nitromancer <laughs> that's right that's right, yeah, chaps that's right. he's on
0: the up and up. yeah and also was a little anti-semitism um <laughs> yeah. so yeah so chaps is like hey um do you know about this video and of course he's showing a video of karma rocket playing at constance's wedding mm. in the most recent episode yeah um, So, like, you know, real quick turnaround on this storyline. It's just like we're just sailing straight into the next thing. Yeah. Um, and the clip well, is of uh, the uh, Famously,
1: very little happened in people's lives or the world at large between 2010 and 2020. Yeah.
0: yeah. So he's singing a day. song called uh, My Struggle, which mm-hmm. I prefer listening to in its original German under the title Mein Kampf. Mm-hmm. And Alex, would you should we review the lyrics of My Struggle?
1: <laughs> yes, let's please do so.
0: Yeah. Okay. So the sp- the lyrics. I'm not gonna sing them. I'm just gonna read them. Mm-hmm. They say we're special, you and I. Blonde our hair and blue our eyes. Yes. The world, it should be ours, but they just want money. Oh it's a no. <laughs> yeah. They brand you a star. Oh, that's a good. That's a good double entendre there. Yeah. Put you on the midnight train, going very far. Line you up and give you a number. Shoot you down and throw you away. We will not surrender. This is my struggle. mine, Kampf.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's it's almost amazing how well they did, in, like, fighting. But, like, it's, it's
0: the, I mean, the it's, lyrics are exquisite. I must, yes, say.
1: it's absurd, but uh, yes, it's very, very well done. Poor Kyle. Um, there's a lot to explain away,
0: though. Yeah, um, yeah. So apparently the clip is now going viral, leaving many online to wonder, is Nitro Mansur a Nazi? Mm-hmm. Yes. Which is not the type of thing you want fans to wonder on, you know, the night that you're premiering, you know, the, yes. the new cast for it. Not ideal. Um, Chaps apparently thinks it's like so clearly about Kyle's struggle in Hollywood. Doesn't see why this it, is even a big deal. Yeah.
1: It is great. Ch- Chaps is Kyle in every way. So we're... we're yeah, we're, no, he's, he's, he's we're meant com- to be. Yeah. yeah, we're completely neutral. As to like having a rooting interest here because there's they're presented as being the exact same person in every single way. Perfect.
0: Yeah. So um Saxon, this is where he mentions, like, oh, you know, you gotta have your apology video ready for a day like this, just in case. Yep. And Kyle really doesn't think it's a big deal. Um, and that's when the rest of Karma Rocket walk in. Mm-hmm. Um so we cut back over to the bar. Henry's watching on TV there, with while well, Rome tends the bar, and they're doing a profile on Casey and her new guest stars. Was this like a guest star slash love interest, or was the love interest just in the movie? I think I, it wasn't clear. Um, and, but they they appear together at the Broadway debut of More Cats, mm. Andrew Lloyd Webber's newest music. Yes, um, More <laughs> Cats. Uh, it's, a, it's a surprise it took that long to have a Cats extend the universe. Um, Roman laments that it could have been one of us Believes that you know in this society Making it big like Casey or Kyle Just proves that you really do suck on some level (laughs) And he Fully expects that his greatness won't be Recognized until he's finally dead and Gone from this world
1: Yes of course
0: and uh, Henry confirms that Roman is still into the hard sci-fi and Roman is just about done with his magnum opus that in the previous episode, he had started writing down on toilet paper.
1: Yeah. And I, I love how they reference things like that, because it's really a reward for the person who uh, just recently rewatched season two. Yeah. 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 Um, Old We meet the rest of Karma right? Rocket.
0: Yeah. We meet yeah. The rest now, the first Rocket. guy in,
1: in Karma Rocket immediately to me looks... Um, do you remember we had um that guy... Uh, um Jimmy Simpson who plays one of the Mcpoyle brothers yes. in always sunny yes and so he yes. plays Jackal Onassis in in yeah, season two or season one whatever that was um and, and this guy sort of gives off a similar vibe I know it's not the same actor and so you know it's not exactly um th- th- this guy uh Franz Kranz or whatever his name is it's yeah, not Miles. clear to me yeah it's not clear to me who he reminds me of other than um Jimmy Simpson but he definitely reminds me of somebody
0: yeah, well, I think he looks a little bit like Kyle in his, like, IMDb picture.
1: In that picture, yeah, but not the, the way he's made up on the show. No, for sure. Obviously. Yeah. yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah He's he's meant to look like a tremendous creep, not the star yeah. of... Uh...
1: Well, but they also, I mean, listen, they talk about how they were such a successful band, right? Alt so Indy, successful. Alt-Indie was about to explode, and, and then mm-hmm. Kyle leaves and, and ruins everything. Uh, first of all, is Kyle such a great uh, like lead man? Like you know that they couldn't succeed without him. And if Miles was was the inventor of alt and was such a star, <laughs> right? Why couldn't he catch on with some other band? It's very. Right. It just seems very strange to me that that a legitimate musician would have their life success based on Kyle.
0: Yeah, so it's possible that Miles is crazy. I'm going to throw that out. There.
1: Oh, okay, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, perhaps, perhaps, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, but he does encourage everyone to stick around till the end of the party because it's going to be a great night, yeah. Yes, (laughs) um, so yeah, so we. We turn over now to Constance and Roman. It's good we get we kind of get, like, a lot of the pairs. Uh, Lydia really takes a, ba- a backseat in this episode. That's the only thing I'll say. That was a little bit disappointing. Um, but we, we do get a, a lot of good of, like, the one-on-one pairings to like kind of have the different people catch up with each other. So I like that. Um, so here we get Connie and Roman. And uh, Connie um, tells him that, you know, it's... Uh, it's not always true what they say. There are great benefits to inheriting millions of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody really ever like expresses that controversial opinion. Um, we overhear Lydia on the phone yelling at someone about you know some deal for escapade. Mm.
1: And, well, we don't know. Uh, we, we don't. We think she's yelling at Connie at first because we don't know that she's got the blue yes, tooth yes, underneath correct. her hair. Yes, 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 Right. Yes. We think she's
0: yelling at Connie. We don't understand why. And then we find out that she's yelling yeah. at some like other. Except that is the how mode. they
1: left last time. But yes, it,
0: yeah. The thing, things are different. um And uh, Lydia and Connie both uh, miss Casey and wish she was here. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout out to Lizzie Kaplan. Yeah. And they especially wish things had worked out between her and Henry because they were only always rooting for them as a couple. After all, they were both skinny and had brown hair. So yeah. what else do you need?
1: And Roman, also skinny, also with brown hair, who thought that he had True. called dibs, <laughs> so he's he uh, dibs. He, he's still very angry to hear uh, other people um, trying to ship uh, uh, Casey. What did he give Casey? He called her, like, a seven or something like that? <laughs>
0: something like that, right. He was yeah. he was moderately high on her. Yes. <laughs> um, and Roman actually makes a valid point that, like, why are you guys, like, fascinated by Casey and Henry? Like, m- maybe they were, like, in each other's way. Like, all they did was, like, hook up while they worked at some, like, shitty dead-end job for, like, a few months. Like, yeah. they never even, like, actually dated. Um, yeah. Again, like, kind of speaking to the, cra- the audience there, I think. It's like, hey, wh- why do you want Henry and Casey yes. to be together in the revival? Like... We have we've done nothing to establish that they work together as a couple.
1: Yeah, it's very um, meta.
0: Yeah, I like that. Um, although I disagree, I think they're they look good together. Um, they're both skinny and have brown hair. I mean, come on, of
1: course. Yeah.
0: Um, okay, so here's here's I think where we can get to our uh, our legal transaction, and here's what I'll say: There's mm. you know we're not the only party down podcast on the block. Um, other other parties have recently joined this party. Um, but so, like, at the end of the scene where Ron bangs his head in disgust, you want to know, you know, would this person be able to tell me um, how badly injured was his head? You might check out uh, Dr. Amanda on the post show recap. Um, or, you know, if you wanted Emily to tell you about all the different foods that the party down are serving and, you know, how well they go together again, that's where post show recaps is going to get is going to have you. Um, but on this podcast, (laughs) we have two corporate MA lawyers who uh spend most of their days helping people buy and sell businesses. Um, so we, I think, we are the like 99.9th percentile podcast in the history of the world to explain this you know storyline of party down, right? Like, yeah, I don't think anyone is more qualified than us to do this right now,
1: yeah. Okay, so so let's let's talk about this. So, uh, first of all, this lawyer of his. I just kind of blooped over it. By the way, it sounds like he blooped. He didn't do it as a bloop.
0: He did do it as a bloop. Right? Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. right. Like, I mean, oh, I, oh, you bought a company, but as yeah. a lead on it. Why did you tell so me? I did it as a bloop. I, I, I just want to start off by giving some legal advice to him. Don't tell your clients like, "Yeah, I'm a complete <laughs> fuck up." I mean, don't be a fuck up. I guess, but. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's something more honest. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I just feel to like that I'll say he's who among us to... hasn't blooped over or something. Sure, but you know, you don't usually. uh I don't know, <laughs> opening himself up to some liability here. Uh But whatever. Appreciate the honesty, I guess. Well,
0: at least he didn't. At least he didn't put it in an email, right?
1: Yeah. So he um. Don't yeah, just don't put it in. But email. but but you know then it the turns out that it's anyway. actually Ron's fault because. But, but then okay, so there's okay, so there's a ten thousand dollar lien.
0: Yeah. So let's, let's, yeah, let's, yeah. Well, let's, let's, let's take a step back and I'll explain to people what's, uh, what any of this stuff means. Okay.
1: So, so Ron is attempting to purchase
0: the business, he's is... trying to business, purchase the business party down from its current owners, right? Yes. Um, So we don't know. Maybe this is uh, his still his ex-girlfriend's father. Maybe it's there's been another owner in between. Maybe it's been bought and sold by private equity nine times in between. (laughs) Who the hell knows what's going on these days? Yeah. Uh, But whatever it is, Ron is going to be the next buyer of Party Down, potentially.
1: I I did like how the uh, The New York Times in their big, uh, you know, review or whatever uh, article about the new season of Party Down. They refer to Party Down as a mid-tier caterer. I'm like, this is (laughs) mid-tier.
0: This is not mid-tier.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, we know that no one is paying mid tier money, although
0: they are at pretty high end, like get together. Yeah, right? they're they're
1: very. Yeah, they're pretty fancy get togethers. Um, Yes, yeah, so they can't But be very low it.
0: quality service.
1: Yeah, but yeah, but I feel like they're. Yeah, it's uh all right. Well, this is a good question because their their prices have to be high enough. Like if they're too low, celebrities would never hire them or rich people yeah. or. Yeah. All right. So but let's get back to our let's business. Get, okay, so let's get to so Ron is buying the company. He's sure. Either
0: he's buying the stock of the company or he's buying the assets of the company. Yeah. It doesn't really matter for our purposes. For our
1: purposes correct. What
0: matters for our purposes is that there's some sort of lien on something. So let's assume he's buying the assets, right? He's buying the business, whatever. He's going to transfer it all to a new company. Um, so a lien is like a claim that somebody else has on that asset, right? So like the most common one that every, almost everyone is familiar with is a mortgage on your house, right? So the bank lends money, but in order to make sure that if you don't pay them, they have something to go after. They have a lien on your property. So similarly, early when somebody, this person, the warehouse, uh, invoice person, whoever sold something to the warehouse was able to obtain a lien on the assets of party down because they didn't pay them. They owe them $10,000. Now, generally, when you buy something, you want to buy it without liens because then it could get in all sorts of trouble. Your bank's not going to want to lend money to you if there's a lien on the assets. You want to actually own the assets, right? Not have some other guy have a claim on it that, you know, you don't know what the deal is. Um, so this is why you always like look to make sure there's no liens on assets. So very much something that should not be blooped over, I would say. In fact, I'd say like one of the very first things you do when you buy something is like run a lien search. No, but he, sure. the,
1: but he doesn't know what the word lien means. So it's, he doesn't, it's, Right. Well, it's, it's never, never cost it. him yet. So, which is... is <laughs> which possibly. is very
0: very surprising. Yeah, liens cool. uh, get caught very easily. Um, you know, it's very interesting. Uh, this I'm sure you know, but I don't know if you've ever thought about this. I, this is like one of my, like, nightmare scenario things that I think about. That, like, how does how do you put a lien on something? What, what has to happen? Like, you file. You file it. Sure, yes. Right. So, in order to have a lien, all anyone needs to do is file a lien. There's no, like system of checks and balances here there's no arbiter that you yeah, have to go before and be like, correct. oh is this a valid lead show me a document no yeah. you just file it yeah um in fact like a very good prank to do on somebody not a legal prank not a nice prank is just like <laughs> put a lead on their house like while they're like you know look, going for financing they won't be able to get a load it'll screw them over you could do it there's nothing that prevents you from doing it
1: they, they, they'll eventually be able to get to take well, it they, off. Would, they could sue you and i mean ultimately if they know be- it was you Sure. So you're you're just encouraging people to anonymously screw over. Oh, I'm not
0: encouraging people to do it. I'm saying somebody could do it. And it's ridiculous that this is the way the system works.
1: Yeah, I just it's a cost benefit analysis and like how often people try to do this. And if they do get caught, like the ramification, you know, it's almost like in-person voter fraud.
0: You could like collapse the financial system, just terminate liens, file liens, amend liens, change the secured Uh. party on liens. No one would know. Until it's far too late.
1: All right, so start recording documents against the uh, real property.
0: I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I'm not saying someone should do it. I'm saying someone could do it, and it would be very bad.
1: Okay, uh, 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 sure. Okay, people could, <laughs> could people. There's a lot of crimes people could commit and get away with. Valid point.
0: Yeah. OK, so anyway, the upshot is that the uh, the invoice in question came about while Ron was warehouse manager. So it's actually his fault. Yes. Um, What's interesting here, though, was what what really should happen. The most likely result here is that not that Ron owes ten thousand dollars. The seller should owe ten thousand dollars.
1: Yeah. You, you, to, yeah. To, to,
0: to pay off. Like, this is not, the fact that Ron happened to be the employee in question is like besides the point. Yeah, like this is this is something that happened. Okay, so so what actually
1: happened is, yeah, so they would find this. They would find this occurrence between signing and closing and and they even if it's an hour before it's supposed to be and the buyer would say to the seller, hey, WTF, uh, why is there an outstanding lien here? Right. You're the lien, and the pressure would be on them or they could say, you know what, Um, I'm not doing it and you can terminate the deal if you want or you can just buy it over over the lien, which is Ron's other option. It wouldn't be right. that the deal just ceases to exist. Certainly not rod Ron right. pays ten thousand dollars. Well, Ron
0: well but if Ron took the 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 asset subjects to the lien, the result could be that Ron has to come up with ten thousand dollars, but not tonight.
1: Yeah. Uh, so the, the Like the he lien, could just he could just the do the deal expired. and yeah. now it's gonna it, be it,
0: that I if I ever want to get my assets free of liens, I gotta go gotta pay, pay 10, this guy bucks. now. Yeah. But like the guy's not here banging on the door for the money tonight. And even, if,
1: and even if the lien has some kind of expiration date tonight, hypothetically, let's say.
0: Yeah, that's um, not the case. No, that the, just, the, the,
1: yeah. the, the, the acquisition between the seller and Ron doesn't have to happen before midnight. That can happen anytime, unless they have yeah. some kind of term sheet that says if they don't execute <laughs> by this in the state, they are prohibited from ever doing another transaction, which yeah. would make no fucking <laughs> sense and has never happened.
0: That would be a weird, a weird provision to yeah. put in. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think like many uh, deals, the deal was just killed be, by the incompetency
1: of a think. Maybe that there was an exclusivity period. That they had entered into when the exclusivity period expires at midnight and the seller has found another buyer at a higher price point. And so that's why the seller is trying to breach. And that's why uh, the seller's not curing the lien.
0: All right. Well, then bad job by uh, Mr. Uh, Blue Besquire over here not negotiating yeah, a price. But but Ron, uh, knowing he all this, be able to just
1: walk away, Ron could still just close on the lien. So the only explanation is that what I just said is the case. And also simultaneously, the lien becomes due it's <laughs> at the same day um yeah quite a bloop job by his lawyer but yeah none of this makes sense
0: yeah um it's not the tightest writing in terms of yeah. the, the plot of the MA deal but like, hey you don't see a lot of m&a transactions in comedies so this was very exciting for me
1: yeah it also it's not exactly clear why like once we're talking about like you know why does ron need the 10k by midnight why is he so afraid to borrow it from Constance? He he gives that explanation, oh, I don't want to be bound to this like hippie, but like the whole
0: appeal was it uh, was uh, it bound or just that like now it's going to come down to the whim of
1: he just does, yeah, he doesn't want to be partners with her because she's such like a hippie, yeah. but it's but she's also like her whole appeal is that she's very hands off, right? Like she's a total space cadet. Right. So yeah, I feel know. like
0: she's probably not going to have too much uh, artistic. I'm just uh, saying they like they've
1: heightened the drama so high that he has to get this deal done with Jack Body. But like, right? But he really doesn't have to. Like Connie is a guaranteed like you know uh, ten thousand in his back pocket at any point.
0: Right. Uh, well, it's <laughs> guaranteed ten million. Yeah. Um, well, it, it turns out, yeah. Yeah. So in walks Evie, played by the great Jennifer Garner, mm, um, yeah. and she works for the studio. That is so I think movie. what you're saying
1: is we're about to have a Jennifer Garner minute
0: because this will be a Garner minute or two. Yeah, um, he uh, he grabs one of her discarded cigarettes and she is quickly replaced by Ron, who is furious with himself over the invoice and smashes his finger like literally sideways. I, that yeah. was like the most painful thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it did not look right. Um, yeah. I um, mean, that's when um, Henry tells him like, he doesn't even realize that Connie's Rick. Henry re- recommends that you speak to Connie about the money. And, uh, yeah, he doesn't want to have to deal with crazy Looney Tunes from Lala La Land. Yeah. Um, Evie also recognizes Henry from Are We Having Fun Yet? So this is, I guess, something that her and Jack bond over, right? Like, they, uh, somehow they both know who Henry Pollard is.
1: Well, I think it was a huge enough commercial. Immediately.
0: Right? They see him and they immediately recognize him as a guy from a commercial 15 years ago.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I we guess. could both recognize, well, um, I was going to say Jarrett from Subway, but I guess we remember him for other reasons now. But, yeah. it, okay, if you saw the yeah. Verizon. So he's like the new like Numa new- 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 guy. You, can you hear me now? You know the Verizon, can you hear me now guy? Yes. I think if you sure. recognize him, you might say, oh, you're the guy from Can You Hear Me Now?
0: Yeah, but that guy was probably also in a bunch of commercials. Do you think, do you think Henry was in a lot of commercials or just one?
1: Oh, it had not been more than one because people are always recognizing him.
0: Yeah, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fine. I never, I don't think we ever discussed that. Yeah. So, so this was a whole campaign around Henry.
1: Yeah. I mean, or or it was just one commercial that was insanely popular. But yeah, I think it's more likely that it was a series of them. Yeah. He was like, I mean, maybe he's not as big as the uh, Verizon guy, but he was, you know, are we having fun yet? It was a beer commercial, right? Right. The beer commercials tend not to have the like sort of characters the way like insurance companies do, right? Or restaurants do. Uh, Yeah. I
0: remember the fr- if I saw the fr- if I saw any of those frogs, I would definitely <laughs> recognize them immediately. <laughs> oh, you're wise. Yeah, of course, wise. Right? Wise. Oh, wise? Yeah, yeah. oh no, I'm actually
1: Er. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you um, look like the, wise. But the other question is like, why is Henry even hanging here at this party this long? Like, he, we constantly see him on the phone apologizing to his wife about how he's so late, and how he's actually because I, like- I think he like I think he likes catching up with everyone. But he's not actually doing anything. He's like, he's like hiding. He's not socializing with anyone. He's hiding in the back. I don't know. He's smoking a cigarette by himself. He's like, he's like, it seems he's like watching.
0: He's... O- he's watching other people see yeah. other people.
1: It seems like he's mostly trying to avoid everybody. And, you know, it yeah,
0: doesn't... maybe. Yeah.
1: I mean, he's again, he's here. because. Do you, do you think
0: he's... maybe he's hoping that Casey is going to show up?
1: Hmm. Uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe. But like once they saw on the news that she's now dating her, her co-star, he knows that's not happening tonight. So, Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Now it, it um, does seem as if uh, Jennifer Garner here, and 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 James Marsden, her um her boyfriend, are going to be back for at least one more episode. Right. And I say that only because episode two has the name Jack Body in the name of the episode. Hmm. So, so that's a good reason. Yeah. Um, the, the, also, the you the probably don't cast
0: Jennifer something. Garner in a in a show to then have her be in two episodes of the pilot and not return.
1: Maybe oh, well, I, was she cast or is she just like a guest star we don't know the answer to that yet this role is not nearly
0: big enough for jennifer garner if it's just episode one
1: yeah <laughs> um yeah because this show hey also- jennifer garner do you want to do the party down revival yeah okay yeah.
0: you have two meaningless scenes in the first yeah. episode and then you're done and then you're gone.
1: yeah like even curb would probably need <laughs> literally more jennifer- garner minutes yeah yeah <laughs> even curb would probably need more for jennifer garner to do right
0: much more. Curb, yeah. Jennifer Garner would never go on Curb for and have two throwaway scenes. She would yeah. be like, she would be the main guest star of the episode. Okay. All right. So it's, it's, it's interesting. She would that be introduced
1: he, in the first two episode, two scenes. I think you're right. A, I just hadn't realized how obvious this was because in, in one article I read, I think it was in New York Times one, they mentioned that Jennifer Garner is on the cast this year sort of semi-replacing Casey. And I was really annoyed that they said that because I was like. Why are you like spoiling that? Like we don't necessarily know that from the first episode, but are you, I guess you're saying that we do. Sort of. It's it's obvious.
0: Um,
1: I mean, I, I mean, think it's James Marsden is not so famous that he couldn't be on just one episode like this.
0: Correct. He could be. Um, she wouldn't be. That doesn't yeah. mean that she's gonna be Henry's love interest. Although I think that is mentioned in some of the preseason. Yeah. Uh. Um, promotional materials, um, yeah. that they are going to have some sort of love interest, and he's uh, yeah, so like they're setting him up as being like you know in, in a bad marriage, yeah. And but um, and, you know, J- uh,
1: Jennifer, Gar- Evie Adler, and Jack Boddy are just boyfriend and girlfriend, but Henry is the one who's married with children, so yeah, although, so I guess,
0: accurate. I mean, I guess, so I guess the real answer just jumping ahead is probably he's staying there because he doesn't want to go home because he's not happy
1: yeah I guess so. I mean and um um and Casey, by the way, in Fleischman is in trouble the exact same situation if only he could uh right. cross worlds but um we, and we know that he has no problem cheating because he was cheating on una like throughout season two and didn't feel bad about it yeah,
0: well, it's possible he has no problem cheating on una because she's too scary to break up with but like she wouldn't cheat on a normal person
1: yeah, but I yeah and I think you know we, we talked both about um uh, Paul Rudd and Adam Scott like he's just even when he plays a dick, you still kind of like him but <laughs> like this character is an asshole. For the most part, like what are his redeeming qualities that he's like sarcastic and has funny quips? Um. Well, there's there's or it's just that he's there's a big time. gap
0: between he's like doesn't bring so much to the table and he's an asshole. I don't think he's necessarily an asshole. I think he's just like a classic straight man in Party Down. Like he's just there to react to everybody, all the crazy people around him.
1: Yeah, no, but I'm saying he but he's kind of a jerk in a way that like, um, you know, Michael and Arrested Development is um you know he's a good guy and he's uh you know i don't know i just feel like i feel like i feel like henry's not really think, such a good guy you think henry is as bad as michael scott no not not michael no not from the office i say that from arrested development oh from arrest development oh, okay yeah
0: oh so you're comparing to michael from arrest development
1: yeah um yeah not
0: i George wouldn't say michael. he's necessarily yeah he's not like him um Maybe. I don't know. I don't I, I, I'm i sure he does asshole is selfish things. I don't think we're spo- I don't think he's a bad guy.
1: Yeah. Oh, I'm I think he's say, I'm just to, trying like, to drop a hot not take trying too. very hard. In the uh, I'm trying to, well, I know. Obviously. I know that's the general perception. I'm trying to drop a drop a hot take that he's not such a great guy and that we let him get away with it just because yeah. Adam Scott is so naturally like charismatic. Yeah. yeah. Or just, yeah, very likable, very yeah. likable face.
0: Yeah. Very calming. Mm. Yes. Um. So, yeah, so her boyfriend, Jack Body, as we talked about earlier, he's uh, you know, he likes investing in the food space oh. and um, Ron is like getting all psyched. He has got his whole plan about how he's going to, you know, introduce himself and he's going to impress him. He's going to score the deal yeah. and he proceeds to walk right over to him, tell him he's a big, ha- big fan, shake hands and immediately recoil in pain and collapse as his finger is you know double or triple which
1: which of course we knew was going to happen but it was just still like uh you know at one point even right before he walks over there henry says good luck and he says thanks man i don't need it like you're fucking ron donald like you need more good luck than any character in television history you uh (laughs) Things never work out for you, but uh, his confidence, his overconfidence—such a classic R.D.D., uh, a classic um, Ron Donald trope. And uh, yeah, it, but the, the 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 physical comedy here is like very like Michael Richards and Seinfeld-esque. The way he collapses—it's it's very Kramer, I thought, which is a, a compliment, yeah. obviously.
0: Yes, obviously compliments. Yes, um, we got Kyle and Chaps. The guy we're calling Chaps based mm. on uh, IMDb. I don't think his name is in the episode, but we're going to go with Chaps. And this is where we get all the like comparisons. You know, life is so random. We have the same body type. We have the same face. We have the same profiles. Yeah. Same trajectory. We're basically the same guy, except now yeah. you're a And Importantly,
1: they also have the same agent. Yes.
0: Yes. Yeah. That's but that's and, also mentioned. Uh, yes, that is mentioned. You're right. Um. And uh, Kyle's like, listen, man, there's just an order to the universe. (laughs) Like, people get what they deserve. Sounds a bit Aryan, if you ask me. (laughs) Just a bit. Um, And now we get um, Henry uh, getting to know Miles a little bit better. Um, It's probably not something you want to do and how you know miles is like just going on and on about how his life is all a mess now because of the way do- kyle kicked the bed he's just like doubling down on his earlier take that kyle ruined everything and now he works at the guitar center and he works with this guy named rusty who's got this whole set of like ridiculous rusty sales do's and rusty yeah. sales don'ts he's horrible yeah. and like you see these names these are not tattoos these are just like the names I they're saying that like, these are the names of my enemies are you stark yeah. yeah um
1: but i, and, I love you know, the rusty look- sales i love the name i love the rsds and <laughs> yeah. the
0: rsds that's phenomenal rsds yes yeah. um and uh look the, the bottom line is now you had this extremely talented guitar player with this amazing left hands and now i've got no purpose mm. uh but so maybe i will be that mad genius that kyle said i would maybe i will mm. and maybe he will well he says Remember I am he mad. has been at this point yeah um so yeah, I guess no. They do give you they give you um, a red herring, right? That you think it could be uh, caps.
1: Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, uh, and, and this sort of starts the mystery portion of the episode, where right? It's a who done it,
0: right? So we we're the, these are the two main candidates. Yes. Um,
1: but we've had this before, right? We've had sort of Henry lead the crew and try and figure out like scams before. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah.
0: Right, whether the guy the, the guy who's uh had someone killed, right? He was getting out of jail or going to jail.
1: Yeah, and then but then also the guy who did the scam at the empty house who hired all the actors. Right, right, right. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Henry likes uncovering solving mysteries while yeah, on the job yeah. and party down, that's true. Yeah.
1: Which get which gives me vibes to Bored to Death. Ah,
0: yeah. With the uh, I watched one episode of that. Yeah.
1: With the the self-appointed uh yeah. You didn't like it as much as I do, obviously. Uh,
0: yeah. Um so the agent wants to confirm that Kyle is, in fact, not a Nazi. Um, you know, the studio's just a little spooked. We had this recent incident. Was it, this is not a real person they're talking about? Right. I tried Googling the name that I understood, but I couldn't find it um, that they're not like, They're not even referring to. I know they're not referring to a real incident, but I don't think the actor's name they say is real either. Yeah, I, don't um, so. I apparently mean, Mel there Gibson
1: was it is obviously one that comes to mind.
0: Yeah. Uh, did Mel Gibson say that Jews cook babies in their soup?
1: Nothing specifically. Although he did say we started yeah. all the war- wars in the world. So. Those are not matzo balls yeah. or buoys. <laughs> I'll pour one out uh, for the uh, the late great Rocka Welch.
0: Yeah, and yeah. Uh, Kyle confirms that he's a neo-Nazi's, and she's like, "Okay, we'll be fine. Yeah, we'll be
1: fine. Yes, <laughs>
0: yes, indeed." Um. So Kyle heads back to the kitchen. Um, and you know luck would you have it's uh, saxon's filming a video and he tells him all right you're right we need to do the apology video i think that was a good time for the apology video that you mentioned earlier as luck would have it um and Saxons like yeah that's exactly what he, what you got to do because you have right now you have bad attention you got to you, you want to keep the attention but you got to flip the bad attention to good attention that's the whole goal and you we got to put something together that is so raw and so sincere that it gets a little weird <laughs> And um, we get to see just like a little clip of the final result that ends with Kyle declaring very, you know, controversially, Nazis were not cool then. And they're not cool now. Yeah. Um, and we, so we're actually seeing um Saxon watches on the phone and Ron walks in as he's playing this and he thinks that Saxon just like earlier is uh on the phone on company time you know Ron's biggest pet peeve of course yeah and he just grabs like this uh baking uh roller pin and starts smashing the phone and destroys it and Saxon's like um that's not my phone and we that's when we realize that it's Kyle's and here's where we have our uh moment of truth between Connie and Ron He explains he needs a 10 grand and, you know, would you ever consider investing in a business? She's like, well, I don't really invest in businesses. I invest in arts. He's like, but you invested in the film business. And he's like, well, I'm very proud of the fact that none of my films made any money. (laughs) Um, And he's like, but like business is kind of like art. And she's like, it's really not. (laughs) Um, But and, you know, she's just like, listen, I just have a lot going on. I'm spread a million different ways. I got this going on, that going on. Everyone's asking me for cash. But you know, what's the point of having this money if I can't help out an old friend? So here you go. And she hands him a check for ten million dollars. Um, which when Ron clarifies that grand means thousands, she admits this explains a whole lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um so it certainly explains a lot about this transaction, because right, like in her head she's like, Really? You're buying party down? You need ten million, <laughs> like you're ten million short for party down, like how much is this business worth? I don't um, think her will... control
1: of her mastery of numbers is is so far yeah, up there.
0: But one also must wonder about what else has gone on in Constance's yeah. life that has been gone awry as a result of this uh, basic language misunderstandings that she has.
1: And it's not like she's just become an heiress, right? She's been an heiress since 2010. Yeah, so she's been swindled
0: for quite some sums <laughs> of yes, money over the years. Probably. Yeah. Um so yeah, so Evie's heading out, um, but not before. Word starts to spread that Kyle is being replaced in Nitromancer by Chaps. Mm. And when he's like, what the hell? You told me we, we would be fine. She's like, oh, yeah, I meant the collectively, not you per se.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And Ka- uh, Saxon has been doing some internet. So Saxon's already like an early MVP. Like he's like yeah, showing like he could really be a big player in the season.
1: Yeah. Um, and again, it's very similar to Brockmeyer, where he also sort of slowly took over.
0: Yeah, he's been able to trace the original leak of the video to a user named Sinister Man Us. Um, and Saxon and Henry are going back and forth trying to figure out what it means. Sinister Man Us, Sister Man Us. There's two of us. There's two, we're both sinister. When Roman eavesdropping is fed up and does his big reveal. And you think for a moment that it's going to be that Roman sabotaged it, right? That's like what you think is this is the the twist of the – it was like neither they were both Red Harry's. Neither one yeah. of those guys
1: were Yeah, time. and Roman, of course, is um, hated Kyle the longest.
0: Right, which would make sense. Um, And he explains that Sinister Manos means left hand, and Henry has an epiphany, realizing this is the work of Miles, who was talking about his left hand earlier, uh, which no longer has any purpose. And we look over, and like that, he's gone. So TBD, whether Miles will return in subsequent episodes of Party Down as a recurring villain. (laughs) um so yeah we have our party wrapping up kyle's trying to fill out the electronic common card on an ipad and roman is doing like a fake cheer up of kyle but really he's nagging him um he's like oh yeah the party was so great it turned out so awesome there was even a super villain (laughs) um and uh, lydia as you mentioned earlier she's still sad that casey didn't show up but also Um, this is where
1: this is where they cut to the tv right
0: um well, they cut to the TV because Braun is for right. He's saying how he was, you know, I was hired to do Jack Call girlfriend's party. Uh, bright days are ahead. This is yeah. going to be the best year ever. 2020. And that's where they cut to the TV.
1: Yeah. And so I just think it's so brilliant how all episode long, we're just sort of assuming in our heads. Oh, it's it's contemporary. It's February 2023 or whatever. And then all right. of a sudden at the end of the episode, they do the reveal. No, no this is right before COVID.
0: So it's right before COVID. Which and then we go into credits. Yeah, and, why don't we do credits first and then we could and then we could talk? Yeah.
1: Sure. Okay.
0: So yeah. So we jump 14 minutes, 14 months later.
1: Well, hold, hold, that's what I'm saying. Uh, so, so that's then we go into the credits, and you're thinking for yourself, oh, okay, so the season is gonna take place like during COVID. And then Oh, we, I never thought that. You you immediately knew that we were gonna get the post-credit scene how we did? I didn't know, but
0: like how why would they do a show? Like, there's no parties during COVID. What a so, stupid show that would be. Well, I don't know.
1: But you know, the point <laughs> is that that they immediately fast forward because we got our post-credit scene. And it's uh, we've jumped from February 2020 to April 2021. Um, uh, I also love how like season one starts and Ron's got like, you know, the flat top haircut. Season two starts and Ron's got the long sort of uh, long hair parted down the middle. Season three starts. He's back to the first hair. And then season three, episode one premiere ends. And again, he's back to the long hair that he starts season two with. Right. So yeah, I, I, I cool. like how I like how yeah, we really sort of cover all the bases here in this episode. Well, I don't know how official any of these rankings really are. Yeah. So uh, overall, how would you rate this uh, season premiere?
0: Yeah, so it's, uh, it's it's a little bit of a mixed bag you know, it's we're rating it a little bit as an episode of Party Down, a little bit as a season premiere, a little bit as a, the launching of a reunion 13 years in the making. Um, so that's a lot to put on its shoulders. Um, but like t- to some extent, that's what made it good. Like as an episode in a vacuum, I didn't think this was the best episode. But as the, you know, getting the gang back together episode, seeing old friends, seeing old friends, see other old friends. um, I thought it was, you know, fun enough to outweigh maybe the not as great jokes. Um, Although I totally miss Casey Klein, just like Lydia. Um, I'll say this episode was pretty, pretty, pretty good. I'll give it a straight down the middle. Three pretties. Great to catch up with everyone. Great to see everyone. Um, It's also like funny how it's like this was the, the getting the gang back together. But now like sequentially it feels like next episode is really going to be that because like i guess my i guess we're supposed to now per- think i i'm obviously just guessing um that now they're like setting up as a like, covid and like whatever happens with covid is going to be the impetus to like get everyone back into party down because like they're going to lose their jobs or whatever i don't know although jobs are very easy to get after covid so i don't know
1: yeah but I guess um we'll see.
0: so yeah well, i'll give it a three out of five
1: so there's two different ways to look at it so if you look at it from the perspective of everything that you just said then you're going to rate it much higher because or i'll speak for myself i rate it much higher because i'm more excited you know that we're back and it's cool to see that etc but i'm trying to think of it from the perspective of somebody who's you know going through watching all the episodes in a row on um you know two years from now three years from now four years from now they're just streaming the show and they finish season one and they start season two and they finish season two and they start season three and if you look at it just from that perspective as an episode I do think it's the worst episode of the series so far. Like, um, I, you know, it's just I didn't worst it. episode of the
0: series. Wow, it,
1: of the twenty we've seen so far, like which one would you like? I just it's the least funny. But it listen, it had to set the table. I understand that, and, and it did that. But I just didn't really laugh that much. And it, it compared to how I did for the. I mean, is there an episode in the first two seasons that you think you laughed less than you laughed in this episode? Um, I don't know.
0: I guess I would have to. Uh... Yeah. To me, it's look, pretty. Look at, the, look at that. This one, interesting.
1: But, um, but I'll also say this: like, um, you know, we've only uh, I, I've only watched one episode so far. Um, most of the reviews of the new season are, are pretty positive, and so I'm still very optimistic. Um, I did say I think before. Did I say this before we start recording? Or once we start recording, and I, I think you said you agreed. Like, I, I think we're gonna see more of Casey Klein. I think Lydia just goes out of her way to keep bringing her up again and again. I think they're mentioning her too many times. Um, my guess is Casey will be back by the season three uh, finale.
0: So I, I would say the earliest she would be, she'll be back is the season three finale.
1: If she's back, it'll be that spot. And
0: probably yeah. only for like a, a kind of like a semi cameo appearance, like, or maybe even like a final Almost scene. Almost like what Constance thing. did
1: in season two, right? Constance isn't in season two until the finale, which is her own wedding. But I think less. I think it'll. Yeah, I think if anything, it'll be like, she was able
0: to film one scene and it's like set up season four. Yeah. I mean, it and like maybe her and Casey and Henry getting back together or something.
1: Is it a, it's not a spoiler cuz that's, that's what everyone wants. Yeah, we can discuss the names of the episodes which have been publicized, right? Um is that the case? Look are they on IMDb? Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're on yeah, they're on Wikipedia.
0: So then certainly we can so, say that. Okay, around. so so season
1: so episode 2 is Jack Body's delayed post-pandemic surprise party, which sounds Like Jennifer Garner is uh, throwing a surprise party for her boyfriend, and so she's going to be involved a lot, um, planning it with Ron or Henry or who knows. Um, Then episode three is called first Annual PI Two A Symposium." No idea what that is. Um, Episode four is KCGY, and Jennifer Garner's in that one too. KCG Nick Offerman. Oh well, that's a semi-spoiler, but okay. (laughs) No, it's on IMDb. Yeah, I know, but we don't usually okay. Uh all right, episode. Okay, four so, is KC- so then take this out of the podcast. No, 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 that's fine. No, it's not IVB. We said no, we're we're saying any information that's not IVB, that's fine. Um KCGY ninety five prize winners, Lua was episode four. I don't know what the hell that means. Uh, episode five is once upon a time proms away promotional event. So not, is that like a prom or it's like a a, a <laughs> prom company, like sales company event? Maybe the latter,
0: right? Episode three point six is not named. Hmm.
1: And then, no, it is episode six is Sepulveda Basin High School spring play opening night.
0: Well, I don't see that on IMDb,
1: interesting. Which which actually, isn't. so Sepulveda Basin High School spring play opening night, so it's much like a season four of Curb, it's going to end with the opening night of a a theater performance.
0: Oh, of course, yeah, that will tie together the whole season.
1: Yes, Uh, but yeah, but it doesn't sound like it's a, you know, like a wedding of a main character, that kind of drama. I mean, I'm sure drama will ensue, but not directly related. I'm sure drama will
0: ensue. Yeah. Drama, hilarity, action. Could it be Henry's
1: child performing in the play? Certainly could be. I don't see why not. Well, for his child to be in high school, his child would have been born before 2010. So I'm going to say it's 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 definitely not his kid. Fine. But, um, yeah. Oh, come on. Be a come with guy. All right. So uh, let's cut to the come with guy or gal. Or, or other person, uh, uh, who's or or inanimate object sometimes? Who do you got?
0: Yeah, um, I'll I kind of tip my head a little bit. Um, I'm gonna go with Saxon. Uh, I think he has a great standout performance in his first spot on the show. Um, I think he's got great stuff ahead. Uh, I really like his energy. I think uh, he's gonna be just like a good compliment to the other wacky characters that we got going on here. So I'm excited about him.
1: Yeah, uh, apparently this is gonna be unanimous because, yeah, for me, it's um, Tyrell Jackson Williams as Saxon. Um, I, I do think. If you if you're not familiar with putting down Brock Meyer, you're missing out, but he's like we came here to see our old friends, obviously. that's why we're here for this reunion. and so, but I think that's why for a rookie to steal the first come with guy of season three is like a big honor because it's very impressive.
0: It was very nice impressive. yeah. That. He just yeah. he's one for one. he puts one on the board, he should retire, go ahead on top. Yeah. oh, what? I'm the asshole here? I am i'm I'm the asshole. I'm the asshole. Oh, I get it. I'm the asshole here,
1: huh? Put your clothes on, Gordon. No one wants to see your penis.
0: No one. Well, why? Maybe I'll win an award for best cock.
1: And I I think uh, I might go for a rookie as well uh, for the fucking asshole. But uh, uh, who's your fucking asshole?
0: Um, I'm going to go with Kyle. Um, Once a Nazi, always a Nazi. Glad he finally got his comeuppance. Um And, you know, people do get what they deserve, as he said.
1: Mm, OK, <laughs> um, I- I'm going to go with Jeff because to get back to the lawyer thing, like I just think there's like such an egregious conflict of interest here. Right. Like Kyle should have a cause of action <laughs> against her. She doesn't seem at all to represent him. She's happy to immediately dump him on the first opportunity. You know, I'm not, I'm not sure suing her how, how what he would get out of it, but uh, maybe hopefully. Yeah, uh,
0: well, especially if she if she if he hires a uh, Ron's
1: lawyer, he probably yeah. won't very much. Yeah, that guy bloops a little bit too often. You
0: know. <laughs> <All> <laughs> oh, right, oh so- I blooped right past the court deadlines. <laughs>
1: Yeah. I would just stop with the Ted dance. <laughs> Who's he? He's somebody. What about me? You're nobody. Why him? Why, Why not him? me? He's good. You're not. I'm better than him. You're worse. <laughs> much, much worse. We don't have any uh cameos in this episode of people uh playing themselves, you know, like we've had, you know, George Takei, and uh um, right. and, and um and others, Steve Gutenberg, obviously, in the past. Uh we do have Wait, Jennifer actually, Garner. I think there actually was one of the, like the weird curb ones. Let's see. There was somebody whose character oh. is the, is has the same name as them. Oh,
0: no, no, no. It wasn't that. OK, no, I, oh. I misremembered. I mis- I mis- okay, oh, OK, carry right. on.
1: But um, yeah, but so we do see Jennifer Garner. Here. Actually, the
0: bouncer. He's at that guy's actually really a bouncer in real life. No, <laughs> actually.
1: What? No. <laughs> say,
0: um, no. His name is Sean Alexander James. I believe he's an actor. Yes, he's probably played about to more than <laughs> once. I <I'm gonna> guess. <laughs> Seems um, enormous. Let's let's not let's not look that up and perpetuate okay. anything. Yeah.
1: All right. Um all right. Um yeah, but so Jennifer Garner and James uh, Martin, it seems like he did like... play a
0: bouncer on Stumptown.
1: Ah, I remember him as the Stumptown bouncer. Yeah. So that, that's why I thought he was a bouncer. Demon really. Fighter. Yeah. Uh yeah, so Jennifer garner and James Martin are here, it seems like for at least one more episode. Uh yes, indeed, it does seem that way. Yeah. Um. All right. So we're not gonna do the postman now, obviously, because uh, the, it know, is not time for the postman. Yeah. Come yeah, here! here. Tell okay. the neighborhood. Right. Um. But I think what we'll do is next. Uh. Or send in your postman. Zav, how do people send in their postman? Or where? yeah, you could send in a postman.
0: Um. You could hit me up on Twitter at a Sinensky. You could send an email to curb postman at gmail.com, or prettygoodcurbpod at gmail.com. Those are a little bit cumbersome, but they're in the show notes, so you could just uh, go in there and click. You can also join our PPPG WhatsApp chat. If you're a WhatsApp user, contact me any of those same ways, and I'll add you to the group. You just have to confirm that you're not a serial killer, and then you get in the group. So, yeah, send those in. We'll probably try to do like a midweek you know, Postman, audience feedback, whatever. Um, give you a little, a few days. Maybe Monday, Tuesday night, we'll do that. And so yeah, send those in. Um, you could tweet at us. You can send BDMs, emails. if You're in the group, right? With stuff there, uh, if you wanted to go in here. And you can rate and review us. That's also a thing you're allowed to do. We haven't checked that in a while. Maybe we'll save that for next week. See if anyone. Uh, oh, we could do that with those on the uh, on the with the Postman. But yeah, if you send us an email or tweet or anything like that, we'll we'll read it on the show. That's what we do. We don't. Uh, We don't censor like you know those other big podcasts. (laughs) All right, So we're gonna Um, sign
1: off for now, and we'll be back. Sign off for now. We'll be
0: back. Yeah, we'll be back with Postman midweek, and then we'll be back a week from now, hopefully with episode two. Mm. So enjoy your week. Uh, I say party up. Party up. Like Jews.